I think most of us struggle with some kind of addiction, whether it's food, alcohol, or just about anything. In this episode, I bring on Lynn Wadsworth, a certified wellness and cooking instructor, talks about her lifelong addiction to sugar and how she got started in her health and fitness journey a little bit later in life. In this episode, she talks about natural ways to boost your energy levels and how to kick that sugar addiction. So if this is something that affects you personally, then you might want to listen and stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part three of three of an interview I did with Lynn Wadstrom. If you'd like to catch up, go back a couple episodes. So Lynn, we wanted to talk about addiction to sugar, natural ways to boost your energy levels up. And we'll, we'll hear your thoughts on that. So my thoughts on that are because I'm going to be the first to tell you I am a sugar addict. I am a good English girl who would go home and load up her suitcase to come back with Cadbury's dairy milk chocolate because it tastes different over there to how it tastes here. And I would hide it. This is how you know if you're addicted. I would hide it. And if one of my kids dared take some from where I'd hidden it, I mean, they wouldn't want to be around me. <laughs> then I'd go into the bedroom and I would hide so I could eat more than they would say was reasonable. So the big thing I learned about sugar is that sugar uses the same chemicals as does cocaine and mm -hmm. other drugs. And when I learned about how it's as addictive, if not even more addictive than cocaine, it really gave me cause to pause because I'm thinking I would not go down to the corner and buy cocaine off the local <laughs> dealer. So why am I putting this stuff into me that's hurting me? And the thing is, the more you eat it, the more you want it. It causes cravings and it's like a hamster wheel. When you start, it's very hard to stop. Oh. And again, one of the number one tips for stopping is learning what it is that's triggering you to want to eat that. So mine came down and it's easier to share examples. So my mum passed away and she was the last one of my parents and my husband's parents. And I went into this big funk. I I just, I was very close to my mum and I didn't even realize and we were getting close into COVID, but I, of course I'd come back with chocolate and I just got on this whole binge again with sugar and I'm like, I've been through this. Why am I doing it? What What's going on? And it really was for me, it was twofold. For one thing, I got addicted to it again, but it was a comfort to me and it was an emotional thing because it made me feel closer to my mom yeah. because it was like a British thing that we were doing together. And so I think that once you recognize what the cause is, are you doing it for comfort? Are you doing it because you feel like something's missing in your life? Are you doing it because it reminds you of something good? If you can figure out your why, then it can usually help you break free of it a lot more easily. One of the better things to do is when you're craving it, just go do something. In, even if you only go sit outside for a few minutes, because sometimes it will refocus you and make you realize, no, I, I really don't need that. And then take a glass of water instead, because generally if we drink a glass of water, it will curb some of those cravings and it will help us feel better. 
this is my biggest tip for people is trying to put your focus someplace else for 15 to 20 minutes if possible. Another way is to go take a 15 minute walk around the block. But journaling again is a huge thing. It, it's not easy to get rid of that sugar craving. It's the same if you're addicted to, to carbs. Yeah. It's not hard to get off. I mean, it can be very difficult to get off it. And that's why once I was off it again, I'm like, that's it for me. I'm not a person that can eat one piece of chocolate and be satisfied. Yeah. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. So again, you've got to know yourself. You've got to know what's your driver there. Yeah. Well, kind of my tips are same thing, like you said, is before a meal or even a snack and you're looking at those sugar cravings, drinking water and not just sipping on it. Like you have to finish eight ounces yeah. to, to 12 ounces of water. Yeah. And then I start with that. And if, if you still want it after, go ahead, try not to go nuts. And then we'll, we'll come back and circle back. And then on meals is eat, drink your water, eat your protein, eat your veggies. Then if you want to take a couple bites of whatever carbs you have, then you can, but it usually kind of slows you down and then you can start working to cutting more out. Yeah. So I'm more of a, a savory guy. So mine is mm -hmm. just salt. So I've never had a problem too much with carbs and you know, not wanting like all these insulin spikes and everything. But my six-year-old daughter loves all these like salty, carby fish crackers and saltines and all that. She's been introducing these back in the pantry. And now I'm like, oh my God, it's the salt. Now it's like making me eat carbs again. So I try to find substitutes <laughs> for her or, or I'll just, I'll cook some type of protein up and kind of salt it to get that savory for me. But same thing, I'm starting to have issues. Have you tried doing something like beets or kale and putting salt on them and olive oil and crisping them up in the oven? Yeah, so that's like one of my favorite ones is a certain type of kale is the best and cutting those stems off and I'll salt them up, a little olive oil spray and I air fry them. And I know mm -hmm. the exact temperature to get it as crunchy and singed as I want, but it's just, I got to get it. I got to remember to do it. So it's yeah. just part of the building healthy habits. It's just yeah. at least buy it. So it's in your fridge and then it's there. Now it's up yeah. to you. And I think that people have to remember when it comes to sugar that it, we're not just talking about eating candy or eating dessert. You go into the grocery store and everything is loaded with sugar where people haven't really understood how much sugar might be in a certain kind of food. And so I believe, unless it's changed, that they only have to have one healthy ingredient to be able to put healthy on a box. Natural or something. Box, yeah. Oh, look, it's natural and it's healthy. But if you start reading labels, and I do a whole class on reading labels, if you read labels, you'll see how much added sugar there is in there. And so it's you have to remember it's not from one source, it's from many sources. So yeah, fruit might be high in sugar, but what's best, a box of processed food or eating some healthy fruit? Yeah. And it's just, it's a whole insulin thing too. Yes. The, the sugar yeah. they're adding spikes your insulin so much more than natural fructose. So right. when, I, when I first came to the States, I was so enthralled when I went shopping to see on the shelves loaves of bread. So the, these loaves of bread lasted two or three weeks. And I was used to having to go to the baker every couple of days to get fresh bread. And I was so excited to think I could buy bread and it would last. I had yeah. no idea. Well, there's of a reason. The, of the processed stuff, all of the artificial flavorings. I mean, basically, it's poisoning for us. Yeah, that's a big key takeaway is 
if something can last that long, there might be an issue with it. <laughs> well, uh, Lynn, what about like energy levels? Does that kind of just coincide with keeping your sugar low and your insulin it, low and, and it energy? Does. Or... So I told you at the beginning that I had these 3 p.m. slumps and I was working outside the office. And I'm not kidding. I would be asleep at my desk, three o'clock, pretty much regularly. So when I changed my eating habits and I ditched the sugar and I ditched the processed food, and I'm not saying do it all at once. I'm a step-by-step -step person, but my energy was so much better and it was just incredible. I think that maybe one time when I was sick during this last 10, 12 years, I fell asleep at my desk again. But I usually have energy to go throughout the day without any problem whatsoever. And I'm like you, I intermittent fast every once in a while. Mm. I haven't eaten yet today, which is bad on my part because I usually have eaten by now. I mean, you have to be aware of living that healthy lifestyle and getting rid of some of those things that deplete your energy. And again, it's learning to know your body. I can eat this and I feel great. So you want to eat more of that and I can eat this and it makes me feel sleepy. So tune into your body again and learn what gives you energy. Water in and of itself will energize you. Whole foods will energize you. Your leafy green vegetables, all the, all the things yeah. people really want to hear about. But Nevertheless, those are our things. And I'm a vegetarian, so I'm maneuvering through what I eat all the time. But I still manage to sustain my energy. Very rarely do I feel that tired and I yeah. don't nap in the daytime. But yeah, yeah. There, definitely exercise is going to give you energy. Yeah, I think, and that goes back to being in tune with yourself, like you keep saying, and journaling that too. Don't just journal how's foods making me feel and am I having any issues with it, but also how did you sleep or how was your energy? How was your energy this morning, afternoon? Hey, it's just, it becomes another thing. People are like, oh, I don't want to have to do that all the time. Like, you don't have yeah. to do it all the time. Just if you want to go once a month, do it or once a week and or every quarter, just do a little check-in and have a little journal, write down everything and then just journal it for the day. And then you might catch something like, oh my God, I am tired by this time. And I had, I do remember that it's this every day. What can I do to, to start uh, focusing on that? I know for myself, I started learning that coffee with caffeine. I try not to have too much caffeine, but still there's other benefits to coffee than just the yes. caffeine. But if you can just push that first cup of coffee a couple hours after you wake up, let your body naturally wake up, and uh, raise all of your hormone levels and stuff. And I started doing that. I'm like, oh my God, I don't need like three cups for the day. I just have one. That's it. And yeah. I feel great all day. So that's where that comes into play. Yeah, that, that's pretty much me. And I always recommend to people when they do get up first thing in the morning, always drink a glass of lemon water, warm water, cold water, hot water, however you want to drink yes. it. But that will give you a burst of energy for the day and detoxify your body. Lynn, how does my audience get a hold of you? You have your yeah. podcast, your social media handles, your website. What's the best way? Yeah, the best way, though, is to go to my website. It's holistic-healthandwellness.com. On there, I've got a couple of free, one for menopause, one for healthy living. And there's a contact form on there that they can get hold of me. And then for the women, I have a group called the Energized Healthy Women's Club, where we deal a lot with healthy living, hormones, 
throughout the year, it changes. Awesome. And then if anyone wants to check out Lynn's podcast, Living Life Naturally on any podcast player that you're doing, but my audience always knows I'll put all the links to all your stuff in the show notes. They can just click on it too. So Lynn, I just want to thank you so much for jumping on with me. I love hearing what other people are doing. Thanks. If you'd like a little bit of help of checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help you, point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Thank you for listening. And I just wanted to put out there, if anyone has any questions about dieting, working out, supplements, fasting, you know, I can go on and on with all the different topics on this show. Please check out my show notes for my email or check out my website contact page. And let me know what your question is, and I'll do a whole episode about it. One of the funnest parts of training clients is, you know, everyone's different, has different issues. There's always that one thing that kind of catches me off guard, and I might actually have to do a little research for it, but I love playing that personal trainer detective. So please reach out if you have something, and thanks for listening.